You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message, recorded live from our Brighton campus. It's good to see everybody, and uh, I'm definitely excited about um, what Tyler kind of has shared about the future of this campus, and uh, we've got lots of great things in store, and God's doing great things, and uh, I'm sure glad to be a part of, of what God is doing and uh, it's so great to be a part of this team with Chris and Tyler and Hannah and everybody else that's a part of what's going on here. And uh, at the end of the day, we are a community, and uh, we're one, and we have a purpose, and that is to, to, um, to love people, to love God and to love people. And uh, <clears throat> I'm really excited about doing that. The other day, um, I was walking from the train uh, to the church, and I... As I was walking down the road, um, as often we may see, um, there was uh, a young guy <clears throat> that was just sitting on the edge of, kind of uh, up against a building, I guess. And I walked past him, and, and uh, as I walked past him, I thought, I should go back. Actually, I, I don't think that was my thought. I think it was the Lord's thought saying, you should go back. And so I kept walking, and, uh, and then, uh, and then uh, a few moments... A few moments later, I, yeah, again, kind of got that, hey, you should go back. And so I decided, okay, I'll go back. And so I went back, and, and uh, so I started chatting with this guy, and I won't, I won't say his name. And, and we were just talking about a couple of things, and he began to share his, his kind of his story with me and his life with me. And to be honest, I, I don't know um, if it was completely truthful or not, but I just listened and, uh, and I have no reason to think it wasn't truthful, don't get me wrong. But I just listened and, and just uh, shared a couple of things here and there. And, and, uh, and we, just, we just kept talking. And, and it was a great, great conversation. And, and I guess just before that, that lengthy conversation happened, I said, well, can I go grab you a coffee? Or do you want to actually go, to, go to, the, just to the coffee shop up the road and we can just have a coffee together? And he said, well, I'd, I'd perf- prefer just to stay here. And I said, okay, well, I'll go get a coffee and then I'll come back and we can just sit together. Then we had this conversation. And as we began to talk, you know, he, as I said, he was just sharing his story with me. And, uh, and then I just thought it was really important to take time to pray with him and, and uh, just, I guess, share the love of God with him in a way that I think was going to relate to where he was at in that moment. And, uh, and so we, we chit-chatted for a bit. And, and last week, um, somebody had given Tyler 20 pounds and uh, Tyler gave it to me this week and said, if you feel to give this to somebody or to buy something for somebody or do whatever, I want you to just do that. And, uh, and so in this particular case, I, I felt the Lord just say, yeah, you should, you should give this guy that money. And uh, so I did. And uh, it's one of those situations where I don't know what he's going to do with it. I hope that he did with it what he said he was going to do with it, which was find a hostel for a couple of nights and stay there, and kind of, um, you know, just be able to have a shower and, and some of those sorts of things. In that moment, though, I just knew that that's what I was to do, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was asking me to do. And I believe that's our responsibility, is that we just obey what God calls us to do. And in that moment, I felt to do that. So prayed with him and went on my way. The other day, our friend was telling us about a time that she was doing some laundry at a laundrette and uh, 
So she was there doing her thing, and there was a few other individuals there, and so she decides, I need a coffee. And so instead of just going and getting a coffee, she says, hey, who wants a coffee? So whoever was in the laundrette was like, I'll have a coffee. So she took off and went and grabbed a, coffee, a few coffees and brought the coffees back and began to share those coffees with those individuals. And I think through this story, if I'm not mixing it up, um, she was able to really talk with one individual in particular and was able to just share, again, her story and what God's been doing in her life. And the other day, my wife Kyla was able to share her story with somebody as she was uh, just, there were some things that were going on and she was chit-chatting with this lady and, and, uh, and through that just felt to share what God's been doing and what God has done in Kyla's life. And this individual just was really blessed, was really thankful that, that Kyla shared that story. I say, I just kind of give you a few of those examples for this reason. In Romans 10:15, it says, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. How beautiful are the feet of those that bring good news. You know, in that in that moment to this guy, in that moment, our friend that was speaking to that one lady, in the moment that Kyla was sharing her story with somebody else, do you think those people thought our feet were beautiful? Yeah. They thought our feet were beautiful. Not necessarily because of my feet or because of their feet, but because of the actions towards them. Our, our actions towards them in that moment were beautiful. Jesus said this, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. It's not, it's not are there people that need to hear the love of God, right? It's not are there people. It's not should we go. It's yes, there are people, and we are the messengers to go and share the love of God with people. We're his ambassadors, right? There's, there's always, according to that scripture, and, and that scripture I believe is truth, there's always someone somewhere that is ready to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. Always someone somewhere, whether that is your workplace, whether that's at school, whether that's on the streets in Brighton, whether that's in this setting right now, whether that's uh, wherever, there is somebody somewhere that is ready to hear the gospel, that's ready to hear the good news. It's ready to know that there is someone that absolutely cares for them, that loves them, that died for them. There's somebody out there that is hurting and broken and lost and feels like they don't know where to turn. And as followers of Christ, we have the answer for them. It's not us, but it's Jesus. This month, as a church, um, we want to highlight a few things. We want to highlight who we are, what's important to us, where we believe God is directing us, and how each of us has a part to play in it. Because we all have a part to play in advancing the kingdom of God. So tonight, as Tyler has mentioned, um, we are focusing on this idea of enlarging. This idea of enlarging. 
when we when when I use this word or when we use this word enlarging, it's it's all about us as a church walking in all that God has called us to. It's like we don't want to miss one little thing that God is calling us to. And sometimes Tyler is going to share things and sometimes I'm going to share things that are going to seem way beyond our capacity. But if God's called us to go there, then we want to, then we want to do that. And Tyler even said a moment ago, you know, we're, we're not, we're not this huge church at this moment, but I believe we, we are a mighty church because we serve a mighty God. And so I believe that we as a church, we just need to be faithful to what he's called us to do. And, and it'll be amazing. It's about our lives being surrendered to God daily and embracing the reality that in Christ, all things are possible. You know, once again, there's so much truth in God's word. And again, I sometimes think in my own life, how, how on earth am I ever going to accomplish what you've called me to do, God? As a church, maybe we'd be like, how are we going to do that, God? But he says, it's not about you. It's about you being obedient to me and all things are possible in Christ. And we need, as a, we need to, to not listen to, to how we feel, but listen to what God is saying we need to be doing. It's about being a people of overflow, of allowing God to pour into our hearts his love and his mercy and his grace, and then out of that, give it to others. It's about understanding that when Jesus said, follow me, he meant just that. Follow me. Do what I do, live how I live, and love how I love. Sometimes we think following him just means we get to decide what we want to do, but when he said follow me, he meant follow me. Sometimes we, we, we overcomplicate it. But he just says, do what I did. Love how I love. Live how I lived. And, and that's a challenge. That's a stretch. That's not easy. Sometimes we want to take the, 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 the route of least resistance. But God calls us to a higher standard. And he calls us to follow him. It's about embracing a journey with the Lord that will be beyond what we could ever dream or imagine. I remember when I first gave my heart to the Lord back in 98, um, I was a part of this discipleship program. And, and during that one-year discipleship program, I, I had heard this verse for the very first time. And it was out of 1 Corinthians 2.9. It says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. You know, I believe as a church, when we are just when we know, we know that he loves us and for that reason the the possibilities are endless in Christ no eye has seen no ear has heard no mind conceived what god has prepared for those who love him the process of enlarging calls for us to say i'm all in for the kingdom of god i'm all in for advancing god's purposes on earth as they are in heaven so before Jesus ascended into heaven, he said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And now we walk in that authority of Christ. And he says, therefore, go. Therefore, go. Therefore, go and, and make my name famous. 
That's, that's our mandate. That's what he's called us to do. He hasn't called us to stay. He hasn't called us to, to, to come and huddle together once on a Sunday, though that's a great time together as we are right now. But he's called us to go. He's, go, he's called us to go outside of the four walls and make him famous in the streets of Brighton. That's what he's called us to do. And he's then, and then on Sundays is a time where we come together, we celebrate God's goodness, his faithfulness, we celebrate together what he's been doing in and through our lives, and, and, I, and also we come together and to get refreshed and refilled so that we can continue to step out and do the things that God's called us to do. He's called us to go, and we need to do that. And, and so he calls us to go, and then a little later on, Paul um, explains to us, the Apostle Paul explains to us that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I mean, what an amazing promise. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. There's not one person, there's not one, one individual, if you, if you call on the name of the Lord, those individuals will be saved. That's a promise that God gives us. But the reality is that it won't it won't just happen. It won't just happen. I, I, I guess it, it has happened. There has been stories where, where, I've, where I've heard of people, without us, people have turned to God. Without, it's like God's appeared to somebody in a dream, or God's appeared to somebody through some sort of means. They have turned their lives over to Jesus without someone speaking to them. But the reality is God chooses to use you and I. And he's called us to go. But it won't happen if we don't go. And here's Romans 10, 14, and uh, half of 15. It says this, How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how then, or how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? There's meant to be a question mark there. I messed that up. And how then, or how can they hear without someone preaching to them? Missed another question mark. And how can they preach unless they are sent? It's like God has given us this responsibility to go and to, and to speak and to share his love. And then it says, as I mentioned at the beginning of this talk, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. I want my feet to be beautiful to people. That's my, that's my desire, and I believe that is the desire of this church, and I believe that's the desire of many of you this evening. God has called us to partner with him, and as a church, our heart and purpose needs to be making our, our feet beautiful to others. That's, that's the heart and the purpose of this church, that we would have beautiful feet. Jesus said, I have come to seek and to save what was lost. He's come to seek and to save what was lost. He's here to restore. He's here to bring freedom. He's here to bring life. You know, so many of us, we have, we have a past, but God's here to, to restore all that, to renew all that, to, to set us on a new path. And, and in the same way, that's what he desires to do to, with so many people that are, that are walking down the streets right now in Brighton, that are, that are at home and they're hurting. God's here to restore those individuals. The people that you, that you work with, the people that you do life with, the people that you're just in community with, they are people that, that need to hear the good news of Christ. 
because you have the answer that they are looking for. You're able to speak those words of life into their heart and bring that fulfillment. Jesus, he, he pulls people out of the slimy pit, out of the, the mud and mire, and he sets them on a rock, a firm place to stand, and gives them, gives us a new tune for life, a new beat, a new rhythm for life. I, once upon a time before I gave my heart to the Lord, I, I, was, I was walking to a completely different rhythm, a rhythm that didn't bring fulfillment, I thought it did, a rhythm that, that, that really was not, was not a, a, a rhythm that I wanted to continue to live by. Because it was a rhythm of destruction. It was a rhythm of pain. It was a a rhythm that was ugly. But God stepped into my life and he brought a new rhythm, a new beat. A place where I want to be walking. And and it's been amazing. The truth is is this, uh, that it can't happen unless we go. We need to go and be a people that go. As I, as I said a few moments ago, how, how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? We need to be those people that share and that speak up. You know, most people aren't super keen of our feet. I mean, I know a few people that have really nice feet, and then I know some people that have kind of nasty feet. And I just, I just choose to kind of stay away from most people's feet. But... But, but I know somebody that, that's even worse than I am. They really don't like people's feet. But, but when, but when you, um, but when you step into somebody's life and you bring love and you bring hope and you bring compassion and you bring care and you bring kindness and you bring empathy and you bring good news, those people are going to begin to really like your feet, if you know what I'm saying. As followers of Christ, we want to be a church in Brighton known as people that are passionate for Jesus and loving towards others. That's what we want, I want to be known as. Passionate for Christ and loving towards others. And, and tonight, as we, we kind of begin this, this theme, this, this vision of the church of, of, of overflow, of, of enlarging in particular tonight, we want to be a people that, that are about that. We're about God's business. We want to live up to our slogan that is a place at the table for everyone. We want everyone to know that, that they can come here and be a part of what's happening and be welcomed and be accepted and be loved. And, 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 and it doesn't matter what part of life you've come from, you're, you're welcome in this place. So here's just a few things, a few practical things that I want to mention as we, we kind of come to a close. I still have at least five or six, maybe seven minutes left. But um, I just want to mention a few things. So currently, these are some things that, that we're doing that I'm really, really proud of and really thankful that the church has been doing this. The first one is Alpha. And a few of these titles already mentioned, but the first one is Alpha. And, you know, Alpha has been a great opportunity to sit down with, with a group of people and just allow them to explore the Christian faith over a meal. And I think most of us understand the whole concept of Alpha. But at the end of the day, it's, it's allowing people to come and ask questions. And once again, it doesn't matter what walk of life you come from or they have come from. It's about them just coming and exploring the Christian faith. 
and doing that in a community setting where they feel loved and accepted. So Alpha continues to happen and will continue to do it. Night Shelter, um, again, is just an opportunity to help individuals that are struggling. And it's, it's a citywide venture that, that takes place here in Brighton. Again, many of you know the, uh, what happens with Night Shelter. And, uh, but once again, it's not just about giving somebody a meal and a place to sleep, though that's a huge part of Night Shelter. But it's about, again, taking time to share the love of God with a group of individuals. And we're going to continue to do that. And that continues to be just a, ma a major blessing to many people in the city. We have life groups, again, where it's about just exploring God and growing deeper in the things that he has for us as a church, right? It's, again, it's about meeting together during the week. And right now, we have two life groups. We have one that meets here on Thursday nights, and we have another one that meets at Johnny and Karen's on a Wednesday night. And, uh, and so we welcome you to be a part of those. And, you know, myself or Chris can, can share with you a little more on what, what that looks like and being a part of that. But again, we don't want to just meet on a Sunday, but we want to meet on a, on a, on a Wednesday and a Thursday, kind of midweek, so we can continue just to support each other and love each other and, and invite people to those things. And then also we do our Sunday nights, right? We're here now, hanging out, having coffee, had some great snacks. And again, this is just an opportunity for people to come and feel welcomed and be a part of what's, ha what's happening, right? So that's what's happening currently. That, that's what we're doing, and it's amazing. Um, but there's some other things that, that we're going to be, that we're working towards and that we're going to be doing in the near, near future. One of them is, as the video mentioned tonight, was the CAP Job Club. Once again, it's like meeting people right where they're at. We want to meet people at, with some of the practical needs. Sometimes people don't really care what you say until maybe some of their needs are met. And for some people, that might be employment. And so we're, we're offering this job club starting May 14th in this room to help people find employment. Again, the goal is we want to see them back in the workforce. We want to see them uh, with renewed confidence. We want to see them able to kind of make money for themselves and, and, and find a job that, that they would be happy doing. But we also want to take time to share the love of God with them. We're going to pray with people. We're going to do life with people. Again, it's this whole idea of just accepting one another and saying, hey, we're going to help you in these practical ways, but we're also going to share Jesus with you, right? So that's one of the things that's coming up. Um, July 1st to 4th, I don't have a lot of information about this, but as a, as a church on July 1st to the 4th, we're going to be doing an outreach partnering with Holland Road, um, yeah, partnering with Holland Road. And so there's some things that uh, really, I guess, just stay tuned for in the next little bit. We're going to be talking more about that. But again, that's about going and being, being a part of our community. And, and, uh, and like I say, we'll, we'll give you more information on that, but just kind of mental note. And then there's this, uh, hope event. As, as Tyler had mentioned, Time to Talk Befriending Emily, um, has been doing this, this ministry where she and many other people are going into homes and uh, of the for the of the elderly and just befriending them and just having tea with them and talking and just and just loving on them and just keeping them company because there's so many people that are that are lonely and so Emily has this this amazing ministry and one of the things she's going to be doing in the near future here is a, a, an event called Hope which is honoring old people event and uh, one way that we can go and help Emily is on May 9th is um, she's going to be doing some door knocking where they're going to be going around and handing out flyers to invite um, some of the elderly people in this community to be a part of, of this event. 
So again, um, I won't go into all the details on that, but if you want to talk to me about that, you can. And this is a great opportunity, again, to just get involved in the community, get involved in what Emily is kind of spearheading, and, uh, and just have an opportunity to just really care and love on the older people in, in this area. So that's what's kind of happening on, on the home front, right here, sort of local mission type of stuff, um, at least at this point. But we're about enlarging. And so something else that maybe is a bit, a bit of a stretch, which we want to go in this direction, is um, recently Tyler and another individual from our Burgess Hill campus went to Albania. And when they were in Albania, they met with um, a couple of pastors that have planted a church there. And the church happens to be right beside a school. And this school is full of, obviously, children. But there's like a significant amount of children. And so come September, there's going to be a team that's going to go to Albania and help out and do some, do some work there to, to share the love of God with all of these children. And so it's going to be like a seven-day mission trip over there, helping these two pastors and reaching out and just and doing a lot of sort of like kid activity, especially, I think, with these children, showing them the love of God. And so these are areas that, that we're not just here at home doing stuff, but we're, we're going to go abroad. We're going to go to other parts of our world and share the love of God. And, uh, and that, to me, is extremely exciting. I want to I wanna meet the needs of somebody that's right outside the doors of this church, but I also want to meet the needs and share the love of God with people that are in our world. And God has called us not to just, just to reach out to people here, but he's called us to reach people to the ends of the earth, the scriptures tell us. So, you know, it doesn't matter where, where you're at in life. This is the great thing with God. If you've said yes to God and you desire and your desire is to is to serve him and to and to make a difference then you're good to go in helping other people you may you you may feel not very far along in your faith there was a time where I still don't feel very far along in my faith but there was a time where I know I did not feel very far along in my faith because of where I was at but the reality is that I was further along than the other guy that maybe had never been introduced to Christ. I may not have been that far ahead, but I was far enough ahead to say, I've met this guy, Jesus, and he changed my life completely. And, if, and so it doesn't matter where you're at in life. It's like this is, there's an opportunity for you to get involved and be a part of the local missions in Brighton and be a part of global missions, which is going over to Albania. We can be, you are able to be a part of this stuff. It doesn't matter where, where you're at. Some people will say, well, there's just no way it's possible. But, you know, I heard this quote once, very familiar quote to some perhaps, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. And that's, that's the truth. It's just that, that he's just saying, are you willing, are you willing to, to be an ambassador for me? Are you willing to be a messenger for me? No matter where you're at, are you willing to just tell people about my love for them? Then, then we're, you're good to go. And, uh, and so that's amazing. Tonight is about us as a church declaring that we will go and do our part in advancing the kingdom of God. And I've named a number of things tonight, and I've talked about a number of things, and it all boils down to that each and every one of us 
is called. Each and every one of us has a purpose to go and tell others the good news of Jesus Christ. And I, my heart and my desire is that we would all have beautiful feet, that we would take our talents that God has given us and use them for his kingdom. And all of us, I think, we all have different talents. We all have different abilities. We all have different gifts. And when we bring those all together, it will be amazing what we can accomplish for Christ. All right? So would you, uh, Tom, like to come up and just lead us as we close? Johnny's back. That's awesome. Why don't we stand together this, tonight? You know, the, re- the, the reality is that we are not able to all do everything. But I believe that there's been some things that were mentioned tonight that I know that you can be a part of. You know, even recently someone came up to me and said, you know, I want to be a part of just helping out with, the, with, with CAP. There's been a few people that have come and do, uh, that have, have said that to me. How encouraging that is. Because the reality, and I've said this before, is uh, if somebody is asking me to help them with a CV uh, and I help them, they're not going to get a job because I'm horrible at that sort of thing. But there are people in this room that are going to come and be a part of the CAP job club and that know what they're doing and are able to come and, and, and just help people with those sorts of things. You know, maybe maybe there's somebody in here that's like, I'm really great with kids. I have some great talents. You know, I bumped into somebody the other day, not uh, not at church or anything like that, but apparently he's a juggler. You know, it's like you would have never guessed that this guy was a juggler, but maybe that's something you can be a part of, uh, you know, going to Albania. And uh, so there's a lot of things that we can be a part of. Um, and so tonight, again, just want to encourage you to say, Lord, what is it that, that you're really calling me to? How can I be a part of this, of this community? How can I be a part of this team in advancing your cause, your kingdom? Because I want to, I want to play a part in that. And you have a part for me. Is that cool? Amen. Well, let's, uh, let's just pray. And then the team's going to lead us. And maybe even as, as the team is leading you or leading us in a, in, the, in a final song, that that would be a time where you can really be thinking, God, what are those areas? What are those areas you're calling me to, to be a part of this? So, Lord, we just bow our hearts this evening. And, Lord, I thank you for what you're doing tonight in this gathering. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.